Welcome back to another exciting episode of On the Line, a college basketball podcast. We are officially in March when you are listening to this. Happy March. Happy March Madness. It is truly the best time of the year. We made it. The season flew by, Ben. Um, th- this this season was a complete blur. I-, I think it's pretty safe to say that. But it's time to get into our favorite thing, and that is the tournaments. And specifically for you and I, I don't I don't want to speak for you, but for me, I, I almost enjoy the conference tournaments a little bit more than the NCAA tournament at times, just because there's so many teams that are fighting for their lives, literally. I agree. This the smaller conference tournaments, uh, I enjoy more than some of these first round games that we get. Um, the bigger conference tournaments, it gets a little less exciting when everyone kind of has their future determined and their bid locked up, seemingly. But man, these smaller conference tournaments, especially when teams uh dominate the whole regular season, yet you still have to go out there and win your tournament no matter what, and it gets dicey, dicey, dicey. Right. I mean, the advantage for a lot of these tournaments is if you have a good regular season, you, you get multiple buys in some of them. I mean, there's there's certain leagues. I think the WCC, you get a buy all the way to the uh, semis. So the there is still a, a plus, so to speak, with the regular season. But like you said, it's it's really all or nothing. And, and in all these leagues tonight, I, I, uh, I'd say all these are one bit leagues probably. Maybe the MVC's not, which, by the way, just heads up, uh, quick preview tonight. We're covering the Atlantic Sun Tournament, the Patriot League Tournament, the Horizon League Tournament, the Sunbelt Tournament, and the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament. On each of these, we'll be giving you our pick to win it, as well as our best value pick determining on the odds as of February 28th, 2023. So stay tuned for that. Here he is, Williams. Patient. No timeouts. Harper for the win. Oh! It counts at the buzzer. Trocia Morelos. Waters, deep three for the win. He got it. Wow. Wow. Drive the basketball. And there he goes. There he Don't goes. Drive the, the basketball. basketball. They get it back, though. They get it back. Seal oh. for the win. Oh, and can we win it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It went down. Oh, my God. Racing. Pull up. Three. No good. Rebound, Carolina. And the fairy tale ride for the Tar Heels continues. And Coach K's legendary career has come to a close. Brown on Manic, and here we go. Manic circling around, he slipped underneath. They go to Love, Love's gonna be the one to take it. Puts up the shot, it's off! The game is over, and Kansas completes the biggest championship comeback. All time. All right, well, let's get straight into it with the Atlantic Sun Tournament. I think we just need to precursor this by talking about Kennesaw State real quick. Um, a massive, massive turnaround uh, by Kennesaw. In 2019-2020, they went 1-28 the first year uh, for their new coach. 
Amir Abdur Rahim. I want to make sure I get that right. Then they follow up with a five and nineteen, and then they follow up with a fourteen and eighteen last year. Then this year they come out go twenty three and eight, fifteen and three in the conference. A pretty remarkable season down in Kennesaw. Um, their coach has been doing a great job. I noticed it last year, the uptick in their play, the uptick in how well they were coached. They went 7-9 and nine in conference last year. Certainly a huge improvement over two wins. It's a year wins the last two years. But 15 wins, I don't really don't think anyone saw this coming. Uh, they are the one seed in the tournament. Um, not a lot of respect being given to them by the odds, however. Uh, pretty low odds for, you would say, who won the uh, who won the regular season title now the odds have shifted up a little bit for them after uh tonight's games in the asun tournament currently sitting plus 210 but but the overwhelming favorite is liberty minus 220 with darius mcgee um we also have eastern kentucky and lipscomb as the other teams remaining uh pretty big long shots at plus 1500 and plus 2200 uh what's your first look here casey ben you know that darius McGee's probably one of my favorite one of my favorite college basketball players ever uh but especially one of my favorite active college basketball players he's he's no you know he's no stranger to the big moment right but liberty's liberty's had struggles in this tournament and at minus 220 i i, I can't i can pick them if I'm going to bet Liberty, I'm going to just bet on an individual game basis here. So stay away Liberty at minus 220. That's terrible odds for a semifinal game, right? I'm I'm going with Kennesaw State at plus 210 to win this, and I'm going with Kennesaw State as the best value. Uh, no disrespect to Eastern K- Kentucky and Lipscomb. They just they don't they don't have that top end talent like Liberty and, and Kennesaw State do. I agree, but. I was talking about to you this earlier. Whenever someone puts together a season like this head nowhere and dominates their conference, it just never ends the way it's supposed to be. And they deserve to be in the tournament, and uh, they deserve to represent their conference. But for some reason, things like these never work out. I think Liberty's going to win this tournament. I agree. You're getting better uh, value betting-wise, betting them game by game. Um, I really can't suggest taking another team here other than taking the shot on Kennesaw, but... Feels like Liberty best player um, is going to show up in, in these last two games. But I don't know. I, I, I want it to happen for Kennesaw, the Cinderella story, to be completed. But it, it just feels like it, something always goes wrong. Yeah, you're 100% right. It, it's, I mean, th- this is this is why we love, love it so much is because it's these the last moments before your season's concluded, right, where – all that hard work can go out the window with just one bad game. And uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I, I'd probably say Liberty will win, but just in terms of betting, I wouldn't recommend touching that future value, bet them on the individual basis. Um, and I wanted to ask you real quick, because you are a bracketologist. Uh, if Liberty wins this, what seed would you give them in? And if Kennesaw state wins it, what seed would you give them? They'll probably both both be the same. I'm thinking anywhere between probably not a 13. I'd say probably a 14 or a 15. Um, there's just not a lot of high regard for the A-Sun, I believe. But uh, I would say probably the 14 line. 
So I, I agree with the 14 line for uh for Kennesaw State. I'd say 14, probably 15, uh, d- depending on what other schools get in. But for Liberty, I actually think they could be a 13. Um, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of good mid major schools this year, man. And Liberty is very highly regarded. And so I think that is gonna play some in this, and they could potentially scratch that 13 seed. All right, uh, well, let's move on to the Patriot League, who also had some play tonight. Uh, I mean, first thing we think about the Patriot League, the team that almost always represents them in the tournament is Colgate. And uh, Colgate ran through the conference again this year, going 17-1. and they, they just have a machine rolling, man. I will note the um, the team that played them best all season was actually this scrappy American team. Um they beat them by one point and I believe lost by one point or lost by two points. A middle-of-the-road team in the conference, but played Colgate the best. Um, I think they're worth taking a shot if they come up against them head-to-head, plus the points or money line even. It's just hard to deny two games like that where they were that competitive. I would also say Navy. Navy has the uh, Navy has the best talent outside of Colgate in the conference, and they played them tough this year as well they lost by four points uh on the road but colgate's tried and true Uh, they always come through in the tournament they always come through in the regular season and then they always give up a fight in the first round in arkansas or to a wisconsin or whoever they're playing in that like 512 matchup um they just they have the formula of getting in the tournament it seems like so i would take colgate in minus 200 it's a big number but I think it's worth it. Yeah, that that minus two hundred is disgusting, but it, Colgate's a buzzsaw. Like it, Liberty is a good team in the A Sun, and and they're always going to be at the at the top. But Colgate has just they've just taken the Patriot League by hold, which is kind of insane because Bucknell used to be just such a highly regarded program. And now they're nowhere to be found in the Patriot league. Um, and Lehigh's taken a huge step back. It's really been Navy these last few years. Like you said, uh, Navy always has good guard play. So I wouldn't be surprised if they win it, at, but at plus two seventy five, the value is not there. Um, I'd rather just bet Navy on some individual games uh, instead. Uh, but yeah, American American at plus seven thousand. So if you if you believe in them solely because they played Colgate tough, I I have to I have to hand it to you. And uh, yeah, I'd say just just take a sprinkle on them because they they are the only team in conference to beat Colgate all year, and that's that is not a uh, that is not a small task. Um. Yeah, so actually American and Navy play each other in the next round and then uh they would have a semifinal to go to the final to play Colgate. I think what you could do is you could take Colgate now and then if Navy or Navy or American gets to the final, I think you could hedge a little bit with their money lines. I mean, I'm looking through Colgate's games. The only other game that's competitive outside of the uh Navy and American games was the two point win over Army. I, I think that's a fluke. Army doesn't have much talent in my opinion, uh, even though they went 10 and eight in the conference. But I, I think that is probably the route you take. Um, I think you just take Colgate and just trust them and they're too good. 
Yeah, I mean, Colgate, their style of play, I don't want to say it's upset proof, like, but it, it kind of is. I mean, they move the ball around and they just shoot shoot wide open threes. The only um, thing that disrupts it is, a, is an abundance of athleticism from the opponent. Yeah, but... And no one else in this conference has that. And um, <laughs> the, I agree. It's not upset proof, but the way they pass the ball, the way they share the yeah. ball, their offensive scheme is really, really well done. Exactly. All right, well, let's move on to the Horizon League. Um, we, we had some first-round games tonight. Robert Morris in Wright State and Detroit Mercy going on. Just just a one-point the Detroit Mercy game. Antoine Davis scored 38 points in that game. He is now 25 points away from passing Pistol Pete Maravich for the all-time points record in NCAA basketball. Feels like he's going to achieve that in the next game. It, it feels like all he needed to do was win this first game tonight. They play against Youngstown tomorrow in this or Thursday in the second round. Twenty five points is light work for Antoine Davis. Uh, twenty five points is light work for Antoine Davis, but twenty five points is bring light work when you have to go against Youngstown State, who's going to just be getting up and down the court. Uh, so, yeah, I mean he's definitely going to break that, and and congratulations to him. He had a phenomenal year. I mean, just always, always getting his whenever, whenever he wants. Uh, I mean, thirty-eight tonight, six of thirteen from three. The, uh, what's what's there to say about the guy? He's gonna be a he's gonna be a Euroleague legend, dude. Like he's <laughs> he's incredible. But I agree. My 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 picks, Youngstown State. This this Youngstown State team. Um, this is this is probably the most complete team that they've had. Uh, I mean, they're always a relatively decent program, but this has been the year they've really taken the step up. Um, and and yeah, I I think it's their tournament to lose. Now, could they? Yeah, and this is actually the this is actually one of the few. This and this and uh, Arch Madness, which we'll get to last. This is one of the few tournaments that we're going to cover tonight that I think there's actually some some long shot value here that could definitely play. Uh the Horizon League has a lot of even teams. So that this will be a fun tournament. This is definitely a uh tournament you want to try to watch and tune in on. Um I agree with you. This is probably Youngstown's best team in in some years. I actually think the values on Milwaukee um I I don't think these lines make a bunch of sense. We had Milwaukee, Cleveland State and Northern Kentucky going 14 to 6 and then Youngstown going 15 and 5. Yet, you know, Youngstown's overwhelming favorite plus 165. Then you had these other three teams in the 300 to 500 600 range. Then you have Milwaukee sticks out at plus 1000. Um, they went one and one against Youngstown State. They went two and zero against Cleveland State, and they went went two and zero against Northern Kentucky. Um, I just think that's too good a result of these teams that are going to be contending in the semifinals and forward. I think Milwaukee's a good value bet at the very least. Um, I, I just think it's a good shot. They've improved mightily this year. They they could play with some quick pace. They've gotten up into the eighties and nineties in some of these games. They scored eighty eight on Youngstown. Um, I will say they did get blown out in the other game against Youngstown, but to, you know, knocking them off once, and then the other two teams they're contending with going two and zero. I just, just think that's a lot of value. Their style of play, it, it's very blitzkrieg. 
they're 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 either gonna get you and they're gonna beat you, or they might get blown out. Uh, they are forty eighth in the country in turnover percentage. Uh, that's horrible. They are three hundred twenty fifth in the country in non steal turnover percentage, but. They're pretty good from the three-point line. They shoot a lot of threes. They crash the offensive boards, and they play fast. So, And sometimes playing over multiple I, days I, in these I, tournaments, the opponents can get tired, and you can take advantage of that, or you tire yourself out. So I agree. It's a little all or nothing with them. Any Anyone else that catches your eye on the Horizon League? Not really. If it's if it's not Youngstown, I like Milwaukee. Um I just feel like they have the best results against the continuing teams. You know, I just wanted to give a shout out to uh, Cleveland State for making it back here after after your coach uh, leaves. You know, that's like he took most of he took most of the team to Missouri, Dennis Gates, um, and then they they hired Daniel Robinson, and he now has them at nineteen and twelve, looking to you know potentially make it back there and 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 get to the horizon league championship so um just great coaching job by him uh it's really impressive at these small schools if you're a new coach after after the head honcho leaves you know and he takes that big job if you step in uh, at these small programs and and are successful it, it really is impressive i agree um, let's move on to the Sun Belt. I think a very, very interesting conference. First of all, there's a wrinkle in the um tournament where we have double buys with the top four teams, those being Marshall, ULL, James Madison, and Southern Miss, who won the conference this year. But I believe Southern Miss is third or fourth in the odds. So not a lot of trust in them when it comes tournament time. Uh Marshall is the favorite. ULL is up there. James Madison is up there. Of course, getting the double buys, they're gonna have better odds. Um is there anyone you have your eye on outside of those top four seeds, Casey? Outside of the top four, I, I just don't see it. I, I it's a competitive league, but this is this is Marshall's to lose. Uh, I mean, Marshall under under D'Antonio, Marshall's become one of my favorite mid major programs. They just. <laughs> They play like a D'Antonio coach team. I mean, everything you expect to see from a D'Antonio coach team is is what Marshall brings, and they have the scores to get it done. So uh, I can't I can't go against anyone uh, other than Marshall, unfortunately. Um, I agree. Sometimes they just go a little cold, um, which worries me. 67 points against Old Dominion, you know, 66 against App State, 67 against UL. But uh, I, they're already in the quarterfinals, so you really just need three good shooting nights to win. If they have that, I agree. I, I like Marshall at that number. Um, I think Southern yeah. Miss is I, properly, uh, properly rated. In tournaments like these, it's, it's really hard not to just say, well, they have the best player. I'm going to go off the best player. And the, the best player in the Sun Belt is by far Tavian Kenzie. Uh, he has not he has not had a single game of single digits this year. Uh, his lowest was 12 points. I mean, he is... 
uh, it's an overused term like like oh he's a walking bucket no like this guy actually is like a walking bucket he he's six five he's got the length he's a senior guard he's really taken that leap this year uh last year he shot 15 percent from behind the arc uh this year he's at 40 percent so slight improvement all right, well, let's move on to our last uh, conference we're going to talk about, and that is Wait, the Missouri. One, yeah. one, one thing about Sunbelt. Uh, where would you give Marshall if they won the tournament? What seed? I think they have to be a 12. I agree. I think they would be a 12. Everyone be else would be a 13, 12. 14, you think? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let's let's close it with the best, with the best mid-major uh, tournament in my eyes. Arch Madness, let's go. It's definitely the best name in all the conference tournaments. <laughs> uh, Arch is, Madness taking place in St. Louis. Um, always a competitive tournament. Uh, we also have buys for the top four seeds in this tournament as well with the Salukis of Southern Illinois, the Bulldogs of Drake, the Bears of Belmont, and the Bradley Braves. Am I correct on that last one, Casey? Yes, you are. Um, the odds are reflecting that Drake and Bradley are big, big favorites in this. Uh, plus one thirty-five for Drake, plus one ninety for Bradley. Drake has been pretty consistent all year. Tucker DeVries has been one of the best players in the conference. Um, a consistent performer for Drake. But I actually like Indiana State. I, I don't. I don't know what it is. The odds are strange that they're actually this high which makes me like them even more. They have a layup in the first game against Evansville, who went 5-26 and 26 this year. So I like that a lot, just to you know get some offense under their legs uh, in an easy, easy game for them. Um, they just played Belmont uh, last week. They lost by one point on the road. thought that was a very good performance. Um, they've hung with Drake on the road, lost by two. They've hung with Bradley. I, I, they just are always hanging around. And I like teams like that come conference time, man. You, you had success against these bigger teams. You know what it takes to beat them. And they have the scoring uh, ability to do so as well. So I like Indiana State at um, plus 550 on DraftKings. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Macaulay is one of the best stories in uh, college basketball. Transfers from DePaul back home. Uh, to Indiana State, and he's he's been their workhorse all year long. He's he's someone who can who can score twenty on it any given night, potentially even thirty. So they they have the top end talent to get it done in the tournament. I think that's good value. This Drake team, we we loved Drake a couple years ago. Um, what was that? What was that twenty one? Yeah, two years ago. Uh, COVID season. Yeah, we 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 were, yeah, the weird COVID season. We love this Drake team, very veteran led team, and they're I mean they're a veteran led team again, and that that usually plays come March, but not so fast. I I don't think the strike team's going to get it done this year unfortunately. I'm going to go with Bradley. Um 
there's something about this Bradley team this year. They're they're hot. They're coming into the tournament hot. Um, they they just beat Drake by twelve. I I really like their style of play. They they can hit shots from the outside. They they protect the basketball. They're definitely a Casey style of team. So I'm going with the Bradley Braves. Yeah, I don't hate that either. Um, just to speak on Drake, they actually still have four contributors from that COVID season team that we love so much. And DJ Wilkins, Greg Sturt, and uh, Ronald Penn, Roman Penn, excuse me, the point guard. But uh, Tucker DeVries has been leading them last year after coming on as a freshman. Um, this past year, <clears throat> I don't hate the Braves either. The only team I don't like up at the top is is Belmont. I don't see it with Belmont. I think you could also make a case for Southern Illinois. I feel like they always play well in the in Arch Madness. But this is a really – the odds don't reflect this, but I feel like this is a very open tournament, and it always is. Um, We're talking about that COVID season. Drake, they had an incredible season, ran the table in the conference, and then did not win the tournament and had to get in um, as an at-large in the first four that year. But uh, this tournament always has some craziness to it. Uh, they have day games on Thursday and Friday, which one of my favorite things in the world is college basketball day games. And I, so I appreciate that a lot. But um, I feel like we're in a, for a surprise this year in Arch Madness. Yeah, my my long shot would be Belmont. Um, and is it because the coach is named Casey Alexander? Probably. Uh, but yeah, they're such a they're such a smart, disciplined team. In I I I love Belmont. I've I've always I always like Belmont. Uh, they they made the jump from the OVC to the MVC, and now the OVC's it's it's a conference, Ben. I'm not gonna lie, to you. it's it's out there in the ether. Those, but uh, Ben Ben Shepard's one of the best scorers in all. Of basketball and he's one of the best shooters in all of basketball and that that's going to play come march at any level so i i like belmont at, at plus 800 if you're looking for a long shot yeah and we, what, we what don't talk about do the OBC, drake but... would be i think drake yeah, has no, to be a 12 anywhere i think drake has to be a 12 i would agree i think could be a 13 i think drake I think and bradley could both be yeah, it's, I'd say Drake and Bradley could both be twelves. The MVC just has a. I feel Everyone like sometimes when it comes to these with these seedings and these conference championships, it's kind of the reputation of your conference as a whole. Um, or you just ran through the yeah. entire conference like Colgate, one or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Colgate, Colgate will probably be a fourteen seed if I already guess. Sorry, uh, I, I just realized we didn't we didn't say the seeds for the Patriot League, so I just wanted to circle back for that one. Uh, and Horizon League, uh, Youngstown State, what would you say, 13, 14? Yeah, probably a 13. Um, okay. I don't know, maybe, maybe a 14. The Horizon doesn't usually have a lot of clout when it comes to these seedings. Um, but, Casey, we can throw that all out, throw all that out the window because it's March – it's conference tournament season. None of these predictions will come true. All these crazy teams will win, and no. we'll end up with some terrible team as a 14 seed in the tournament. And then they'll probably win that game <laughs> in the tournament because it's March. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably get we'll probably get uh, 
some scrappy team from the Horizon League who's going to be a 16 seed. They're going to do the play-in game. It's it, it's going to be awful. But Ben, I I didn't ask you this question beforehand. Uh, but out of all the teams that we discussed tonight, I want you to pick three that you could see getting that first round to upset, and pick one that could make it to the Sweet 16. I think you got to start with Colgate, um, just because of their, you know, record of performance in the in the NCAA tournament lately. I think about that Arkansas game where they were close to knocking uh, Arkansas off a couple years ago, and then also that uh, Wisconsin game last year. Um, they also came close in that game. They just they're so well coached. They always have a plan, and their style is so different to what a lot of Power Five teams face night in and night out. I think they have a chance. Um. I would say Drake just with their just with their experience um of four of those guys playing in an NCAA tournament game, um, just being around forever and in the town of Tucker DeVries. And then I guess I would go Liberty, even though you know, you throw these small guys into these big games against bigger guards, they don't think they're perform that well. They don't have a lot of talent around them, but I'll just take the team with the best player left in Liberty. Um, I think it would be tough if he came up, if Darius McGee came up against some big guards. Though. Agreed. And that's why, despite being Darius McGee's biggest fan, that they're actually not one of my three teams. Uh, I'd go with Colgate, Marshall, and Drake would be my three where I'm like, okay, I'd, I'd really consider them for that first round upset. Uh, Liberty is another one that I would consider for a first round upset, but I just don't see them. I don't see them making that big, that big run. Uh, and, and like you said, they're very matchup dependent. Uh, whereas these other teams, I I think they they can play a little bit broader spectrum of a, of a team in the first round. Uh, Liberty is completely dependent on that draw. So uh, I'd say I'd say Colgate and Marshall both have chances to make deep tournament runs. So those are the two teams that I would really circle of, of the ones we discussed tonight. All right. Well, well, Ben, you have any other thing before we get out of here? No, that's that's really all I got. Um, just want to mention this guy Ziegler going down tonight for Tennessee could be potentially big in terms of the national picture. Um, the Brandon Miller ongoing case, you you want to give your one sentence take <laughs> on that, Casey? Uh, yeah, quick, quick, best thing, worst thing of the week. Uh, worst thing by f- far, Brandon. Uh, all I have to say is don't get caught in the wrong place at the wrong time, Ben. Worst thing this week is... And best thing I saw this week is it's March. <laughs> Worst thing this week is my understanding of how laws work. Yeah. Because I don't understand it one bit. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah, Thanks for hanging around uh... for the... Uh, the mid-major conference tournament roundup will be back next week looking at the major conference tournaments that are going to be going on. Um, always one of the best weeks of the year when it comes to basketball. There's just so many games every single day. Teams fighting for their lives to get in the tournament. And uh, it should be a fun one. We'll have some bets going on. We'll have some you know teams to look forward to going into the tournament. And uh, we'll see you there. Thanks. See you.